the Chinese year of the black milkshake. Welcome to Black Milkshake, the comedy podcast with me, Jorma Kirko, and our special guest presenter for the month of June. While Ray goes on a wellness retreat to Dr. Himmler's Institute of Psychiatology in America, mysterious Desmond is stepping in. Desmond, welcome to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Another fucking change. Your bollocks. You're going to be changing it, Jimmy, more time than Mrs. O'Leary changes her knickers. <laughs> well, well, what actually did happen is that a lot of been a lot of stuff going on on social media, and people did request that you had your name changed. So I thought it might be quite amusing for people to think that you weren't actually going to be with us for a week. So you know, there, there we go, Des. If I can call you that, <laughs> call, call me, call me Desi for sure. Why not, Desi for short. <laughs> <laughs> As always, Shakers, we're sponsored by James Joyce Irish Pub in Istanbul. And welcome, one and all, to another hilarious show. And don't forget, you can hear our first Christmas special with writer and editor Morag Pronti on Grow Radio UK on Friday the 2nd and Wednesday the 6th of June at 8pm. That's on Grow Radio UK, Shakers. Yes, and on today's show, we've got a few treats in store, as well as Mysterious Desmond. We've got Donald Trump, who finds himself lost on a desert island with his talking dog, Chris. And we have a classic Brazilian lost in translation. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we have horny Hansi Jimster giving (laughs) monthly Bertie horoscopes and one or two odd pearls of wisdom and the post of the week. Yep, and as always, we'll kick off with Celebrity True or False. Hit it, Desmond. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Celebrity True or False. Celebrity Jimster, mm-hmm. Desmond here. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking very mysterious, Desmond. I have to say, <laughs> I think oh, it's Desmond. that. I think it's that hat. <laughs> King, '80s singer, the huge hit "Love and Pride" and "Taste of Your Tears," was a DJ host on Top of the Pops before breaking in to the music world as a singer. Um, oh, that's an interesting one. I think, was the singer called Paul King? He was, indeed. And he was a DJ. He was. I think he might have even been on BBC Radio 1. Um, but I don't think he was that famous before that song, so I'm I'm going to go for false. Hmm, yeah, false. Like we said, his real name is Paul <laughs> King. <laughs> You haven't got your old computer there now, have you? <laughs> I, I wasn't name. Googling that. <laughs> he was Paul King. He was an MTV host. That's musician, right. Yeah, and a VJ, which must mean a video jock. All right. I thought a VJ was one of those people who didn't eat animal projects. Uh, anim- <laughs> he didn't eat animal products. <laughs> animal. <laughs> he presented MTV's greatest hits plus MTV's most wanted 
both of these shows were absolutely brilliant and I watched them, Jimmy, back in the 80s. Mm. Loved them. Mm. Paul King, by the way, Jimmy, was born in 1960 in the beautiful city of Galway in Ireland. Is that true? Did not know that. Yeah. And he later moved to Coventry. Ah, well. Here's Jimmy. A nice bit of useless information. No harm in it, is there? There isn't. He had that long mullet which suited him as mullet score, Jimmy. Mm. But it was referred to as his cockatoo haircut. <laughs> and not forgetting, Jimmy, the spray-tainted Doc Martin boots, a look often described like the uh, child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> no, seriously. But the girls loved our Paul. Jimster, quick question. Did you have a mullet or a cock or two on your head. No, 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 no. That that, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> a, a, cock, a cockatoo haircut. Uh, no, no, I never ever did. <laughs> Unfo- I don't have a great deal of locks right now, but uh, I, unfortunately, I was one of those people. I never really grew out of having baby hair. And by the age of about 14 or 15, it started to recede, and I just couldn't do anything with it at all. Oh, just well. flat and lank and dead. <laughs> and, then, and then gone. Ah, <laughs> uh, the good old ladies, Jimmy. Well, did you, Did you have a mullet? Uh, I could have had. <laughs> when I think about it, Jimmy, I might have had. Yeah, well, I had your, a lot of hair back in the yours day. Yours would have been quite curly, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was indeed. And frizzy. Mm-hmm. So, did people mm-hmm. ever think you'd had a perm or an afro cut or something? Yeah, like more of an afro, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. the ginger afro. Just about, yeah, well, we're talking about that. Do you know, <laughs> there was a there was a point in the charts. I'm trying to think what year that would have been, Ray. About 1984, would it have been something like that? Yeah, 84, yeah. 85. Yeah, I would have said 84, well, the, 85. Yeah, there was a time I remember in the top 40 where there were songs by King, Queen, Prince, and Princess, and Princess, all at the yeah. same time. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Do you know yeah. something? That was on the tip of my tongue, Jimmy. Was it really? That was. See, all Desmond is one step ahead of Raymond. Oh, I know. I, I think Desmond is really. I'm, I'm going to get him back. I think he's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's far superior to Ray's. <laughs> okay, from all these kings, queens, and princesses, straight to number two, Jennifer Coolidge. Does that name ring a bell, Jimmy? No. AKA Stifler's mum. No. Some people say Stiflers, but it's Stifler's mum. Jennifer Coolidge was in Seinfeld. True or false? Stifler's mum was from the American Pie franchise, Jimster. Okay, well, I've never seen American Pie, obviously. You're uh, joking me, Jimmy. Oh, I don't watch shit like that. Uh, Fuck's sake. Jennifer Coolidge, I've no idea who she is. You said she was in... Um, did yeah, say, she was in... Did you say Seinfeld? Seinfeld? Okay, yeah. I've watched about the first half of Seinfeld. And unless she's that quite attractive woman with the black hair, I don't remember. And and I'm taking a gamble because I've not seen the rest of it. I can't believe it. Oh, my gosh. Jesus Christ. It's I, I, true. Is it really? Yeah, she was... It's true. She was in, uh, the, I don't know, I can't remember, but Jerry dated a masseuse who refused to give him a massage. Really? That was, yeah, that was Miss Coolidge. And she later said 
that was actually the uh, the opening of doors for many movies and TV series. But oh, she'll wow. always be known to me, Jimmy, as Stifler's boozy, floozy mom. So not giving that massage, actually, was quite a happy end for her, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, see, Jimmy, I can't <laughs> believe that you haven't listened. You haven't watched American Pie. I, I do have this thing that I, I just refuse to watch American shite films. But just out of curiosity, Jimmy, there was a, a part in the American Pie about a pie, a hot pie. So I'm going to ask you the question again, because I, I was hoping that you had watched it. Just out of curiosity, would you, Jim, would you have dipped or even lurried your John <laughs> Thomas into the butt of a freshly oven-made pie made with Granny Smith's award-winning apples? Would you? Would you? Did it ever would... cross your mind, you dirtbag? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. Watch that. I will. I tell you what. You're you're worse than Ray. I'm going to send you to the Dr. Bruce's Himmler Institute of Psychiatry. <laughs> I read years ago in Reader's Wives, Trump also yeah. got the horn. He also got the horn, Jimster. <laughs> <laughs> For Stifler's mom, the horn dog. <laughs> I seriously went off pies after watching that scene, Jimmy. Did you really? <laughs> Jimmy, there uh, was a, a, an actor in it. He's got a little bit famous now, Sean William Scott. And I was going to ask you what was his nickname in the pie franchise, but you haven't watched it. His he, name was Go on. The, the Stiff Meister. Stiffmeister. Yeah, that's a hard name to, that's a yeah. hard name to forget. <laughs> I tell you yeah, what, do you, want, but, do you want to ask me that question again? And I'll, I bet you I'll get it right this time. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it in Mrs. Lawrence's accent. Oh, yeah. That's going to put me off that. Jennifer Coolidge, Jimster. Does that name ring a bell? A.K.A. Stifler's mom. Jennifer Coolidge. Jimmy Shinfield. You nearly said Shinfield. Or Seinfeld. God bless Mrs. Lawrence. Great character, yeah. Stiffmeister. (laughs) Are you ready for question three, Jim? Yes, why not? (laughs) Penguins. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, dear me. (laughs) Animal celebrities, Jimster. Penguins often propose to their partners with a shrimp-like krill, true or false, Jim? Ah, interesting. Propose. Hmm. Huh. I reckon, because a lot of birds are um, monogamists, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They choose, choose a, a mate for life. I don't know if penguins are members of the monogamy community. <laughs> But that would seem quite a romantic thing in general, isn't it? Just choosing one, for, just... one for life. And... Uh, freeze a jolly good fellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think to myself that as they probably, well, they don't talk, do they? So that's, that's quite a romantic gesture. I'm going to go for true. It's false. I'm good at tricking oh. you, by the way. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're getting a lot better at this, I have to say, Desi. <laughs> you know, it's not Raymond you're talking to now, it's Desmond. I know, I've got to, got to be more on my guard against Desmond, I tell Jimmy, you. they propose with a pebble. Julie. During, yeah, during mating season, male penguins will search for the smoothest and most perfect pebble, Jimmy. They can find and they will present it to their chosen mate as a sign of affection. I kid you not. How cool, how flipping cool is that, Jimmy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I suppose they have to break the ice. Just before they get the rocks off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, Jimmy, penguin biscuits back in the day? Yeah, and they were always great with a cup of tea. Oh, the word were absolutely delicious to me. Penguins are Arctic friends, can't fly. Speaking of birds that uh, can't fly, uh, I've just found a picture today of me seven years ago in Malaysia where I was riding, not a picture actually, a video where I was riding an ostrich. So I, 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 put, up a, <laughs> I put up on Facebook today a picture of me riding the ostrich saying this is the biggest bird I've ever ridden. <laughs> I've got a certificate for that. Apparently I'm a qualified ostrich jockey. <laughs> Jimmy, I was just wondering, seriously, if penguin couples happen to split up, I wonder, do they feel ice all later? <laughs> well, I'm putting you on my list of enemies. There, you're in for it now. Ha! Only joking! You fucker, yeah, I didn't expect you to know uh, Paul King. Yeah, bollocks, yeah. Well, I'm all right with stuff like that about pop music, but I, I don't know anything about American popular culture. Cause yeah, I just, me too. Yeah. I mean, you, you know more than me. I mean, I'm married to an American, but I don't even... I but that think... guy stuck his cock into the uh, into the apple pie. <laughs> You're right. I got that. <laughs> I worked that one out. Are you serious me? Well, I worked it out from what you said. That's clearly what it sounded like, doesn't it? <laughs> but DeLorean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Okay. laughs> Well, I heard she was a bit of a tart anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I might include no, that one in afterwards. <laughs> All right. Right. I, th I think, Desmond, there's a serious case for trying to get race race holiday in America cancelled. <laughs> get him back over here as quickly as possible. <laughs> right. Three, Jimmy, how did you do? I think I got one again. Oh, not bad, not bad. It's not bad, but, you know, obviously, yeah. not that I'm competitive, but I do much prefer to win. And now for something completely different. Well, Desmond, when's it your birthday, actually, Des? <laughs> I'm a Libra. Libra. September. Okay. Well I'm balanced. A, yeah, I'm a... Well endowed. Yes, I'm September <laughs> too, but I, I'm a little more virginal. But Hansi's coming up right now, and he has got your birthday horoscopes if you are born in June. Give it some People born in June are all under the star sign of Domino. They say nothing is black or white, but you are, my friends. In fact, you're both, although generally more black than white. So your opportunities are very good in the Republic of South Africa in the current political climate. There used to be another sign in June, but it was cancelled due to negative comments made about the trans majority by Father Ted Wright to J.K. Linehan, who was also born in June. Happy birthday, Dominoes! As a true social butterfly, you're always buzzing with excitement. 
This year, it's winter in South Africa, so remember to check the alignment of the stars before attempting to entertain your friends, or else your famous Purvoor sausage might end up as an overcooked surprise, like happened to a friend of mine in Johannesburg who got stuck inside a married woman he was having it off with after her husband had a witch doctor put a spell on her angina, and the doctor had to dilate her humerus until his peanuts came out. Remember, Dominoes, that if you're a vegan or a faithful spouse, none of the above applies to you at all. You'll probably have a good day, and the next 375 days till your next birthday are guaranteed to be magnificent, unless you're Phil Schofield, of course. If it's your birthday on the day you listen to this, you can send me 100 euros, and I'll put it on a horse for you at Durbanville Races the next day, as my cousin Petri works the early shift at the race course, and he always slips a tiny bit of rohypnol in the fast horse's nose bags in the first race. But be warned, he can't get away with it after that because the TV cameras are on. What a birthday windfall that will be, Dominoes. But remember, my June-born friends, this is not technically legal, so no refunds, okay? Hansi Hansi Horoscope, isn't it right? <laughs> Jimmy. You like that our, one? Our Hansi. He's got a nick on him. Like a jockey's bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> no refunds, pal. Right, <laughs> when it comes to our horny horse. <laughs> I've never actually heard of giving horses rohypnol before, but I mean, we know <laughs> Phil Mitchell likes to play... Uh, <laughs> Cleaning stuff with roofies and baileys, doesn't he? But you know that thing that, um, you know, Hansi's friend who, who got stuck inside that uh, apple pie? It's actually, a, that's actually a real thing. That's called penis captivus. And uh, oh. it can happen in very, very, very rare situations. I, I read about an Italian couple who were having it off in the, um, in the sea. And um, they had to actually roll out of the water and get rescued Ooh. until they were actually taken to the hospital. And I think whatever Hansi said, dilating a humerus, I think that was supposed to be a uterus, but that's what has to happen. It's actually a surgical procedure and that's, and that's science. You heard it here first. <laughs> Yoma's lost in translation. I am sorry, my friend, but I do not know what the hell you are talking about. And this week's Lost in Translation is from friend of the show, Jeff Maguire in Galway, Ireland. And he sent this to us. Um, remember, we always want your stories. Let's hear what Jeff said. Uh, in the summer of uh, 98, I travelled to Brazil with my then-girlfriend, Juliana Pipo, and stayed for six weeks in our hometown of Campinas in Sao Paulo State. I'd been uh, studying Portuguese for a couple of years before then, and I was pretty accomplished, uh, or so I thought. Um, we were traveling to the northeast of Brazil for two, three weeks in the middle of that holiday. And on the eve of the journey, I was sitting down having a chat in the family kitchen with uh, Juliana, her dad, and her sister Carolina. And just discussing what was going to happen. And uh, the dad is, was recommending places to go, Salvador, Fortaleza, Belen, and, 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 and similar places. Uh, and he asked if I was looking forward to it. So my reply was, Sim, uh, su excitado. Yes, uh, I'm really excited. Which is, is fine in, in our lingo, but in Portuguese translate to, I've got a raging hard on. 
and uh, I'm I'm pumping blood here, um, which which uh, he gave a stony face to, and my uh, partner and uh, and her sister disappeared out of the room in milliseconds, which uh, led me think uh, this wasn't such a a, a good response. The dad kind of, to his credit, just kept on chatting and, and all seemed good until uh, Juliana told me later uh, what, what I'd said. I still don't know whether to this day he was like horrified at me or he was proud that his uh, daughter had met a red-blooded, virile young Irishman. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm roaring on buckles. Yeah, I know. Thanks I- a million. For the Brazilian Jeffrey. <laughs> no, I, when Jeff said that, something like uh, soy excitado, soy obviously is, mm-hmm. is uh, I am an excitado, you would think that, that that meant excited. And obviously in a certain way that it does. But I, I had a similar thing once when I was uh, in Spain. I was living, uh, not living, I was staying with a Spanish family. I think I was about 18. And I kind of worked out a number of things that if you add... Ado onto the end of a, a verb, a, a verb that might be familiar in English. It's the past tense. It's a bit like putting ed on it, and it works so many times. So uh, I don't know if you wanted to say humiliated, you could say humiliado, for example. So mm-hmm. I, I was trying to tell this story at the dinner table, and I wanted to to explain that I was embarrassed. So I guessed at the word embarazado. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? You'd think that'd be embarrassing. Then it all went completely quiet. And then the room just erupted into laughter. Because what you do in in Spanish and Portuguese, that if you're a male, it ends, the word ends in an O, so embarazado. Mm -hmm. And if you're a female, it ends in an A, embarazada. So what I'd actually said, not so much that I was embarrassed, but apparently embarazada means pregnant. So I'd actually told the whole room that I was pregnant in a male way. (laughs) (laughs) So my complete sympathy there, Jeff. (laughs) I've got to give good skills to you as well, Jimmy. No, both of you guys, seriously, good skills. Yeah. Spoken like a true man. And we have an exclusive bit of footage courtesy of Hackett Technologies in Cross Malina of Donald Trump, who had recently been forced into hiding on a desert island with only his dog, Chris, for company after finding himself in legal trouble. This is ridiculous. Tell me, Chris, how did I end up on this island with just a talking dog for company? You fled here to escape allegations of various heinous crimes, remember? Heinous? I think you'll find I said heinous. Concentrate on what I said, Donald. Don't you remember? Of course I remember, dog. I'm just sick of being stuck on this island with you. I've watched the documentaries, all the documentaries. Planes crash on desert islands. They all have a hatch. A beautiful hatch with underground apartments, record players, buttons you have to press every 108 minutes and hot showers. You mean like lost? Yeah, I feel like lost. I don't feel it's actually worth it going into the difference between TV and reality right now. But yes, sometimes I'd rather be in Central Park chasing after a ball. No, I don't believe that. There is no Central Park. There never was, never will, and besides which I have no balls. Maybe you shouldn't admit that so freely in case anyone's listening. Who could be listening? It's not as if we're on an international podcast and everyone's listening. 
See? I'm the one who's supposed to stink on account of being a dog. By the way, Donald, who's Brutus Himmler? Fake news, just grabbed him by the pussy. Can we just press reset? That wasn't the appropriate answer to the question. I said, who's Brutus Himmler and who's Hackett Technologies? Did I just say fake news again? Indeed. And you also said grab them by a word that I find rather offensive for members of the dog community. Oh, I meant to say Brutus is a dear friend who drops off those food pallets, including your doggy treats. And who's Hackett Technologies? I went through your pockets, you know. There are no secrets here, you know. Hackett, they're very dear friends of mine. They helped me tap Hillary's emails. Help make America great again. We beat her, stopped her fake news, and grabbed her by the pussy. Could you stop saying that now? Sure, why not? You sound just like Barack Hussein, that Muslim from the White House. Don't get so worked up, idiot. Hey, I'm a very smart guy. I took the test. I challenged Biden to take it, but Slow Joe wouldn't take it. I'm smart. I mean, like, bigly smart. Smart guys don't end up on Desert Island, Donny boy. Uh, I can't believe we're still stuck here. We've tried everything to get off this island. Correction, you've tried everything. I'm getting used to it. Lots of exciting smells and cool trees to urinate against. What's not to like? Well, I miss my onyx bathroom and having a Filipino to wipe my ass and polish my balls. Talking about the Philippines, according to my calculations, we could be on an island off the Philippines. I don't care. I don't even know where the Philippines is or even how to spell it. I know it begins with an F. That's France, fool, and fake. Fake news. It's fake, totally fake. You just grab them by the... Donnie boy. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know where the Philippines are and how to spell it. <laughs> it begins I've, with an F. <laughs> I might have I might have slightly borrowed that from Father Ted, I have to say, but it's a great line anyway. <laughs> Make no bones about it. <laughs> even the dog had enough of Donald's shite. And the oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. We'll have more of Donald and Chris in a couple of weeks. Should we go and do oh, post of the week, Ray? Black Milkshake, best posts of the week. Gillian Holleran, Waterford in Ireland, host of the Week Shakers. A little boy goes to his father and asks, Daddy, how was I born? The father answers, well, son, I guess one day you're going to need to find out. Anyway, your mum and I first got together in a chat room on Yahoo. (laughs) Then I set up a date via email with your mum and we met at a cyber cafe. We sneaked into a secluded room and we Googled each other. There, your mother agreed to a download from my hard drive. As soon as I was ready to upload, pal, we discovered that neither one of us, sweet Mary, mother of God, had used a firewall. And since it was too late to hit the delete button, nine months later, a little pop-up appeared and said, you've got mail. (laughs) M-A-L-E, Jimmy. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Jimmy, that's a better explanation than the birds and the bees, pal. <laughs> well, 
Well, that's all, folks, from me and Mysterious Desmond. Lisa Morrow will be back next week talking turkey, and Greg the Cleaner will be going on a blind date. Fresh from his lessons in love from both Russell Crowe and his love bureau and Phil Mitchell. Plus all the usual games and banter. And as always, Shaker, many, many thanks for your support as always. Just a quick reminder, please follow Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast on Facebook. And please do your best to get as involved as much as possible. We want to hear your thoughts and have a bit of crack banter and tomfoolery. Yeah, please drop us a line and and let us know where you're listening from and what you like about the show. Or even if you think you'd be an interesting guest on the show, we'd like to hear from you. And as always, don't forget to tell a friend to listen to us. That's a wrap for now. Special thanks to the Dr. Brutus Himmler Institute of Wellness, Mysterious Desmond, Aaron McAndrew, and everyone who sent us nice comments about our anniversary show last week. James Joyce, Irish Pop, Donald Trump, Grow Radio UK, Eamon McAndrew. See you next week, Shakers. Keep on smiling, keep on listening. Happy days, blue skies, and good Good skills. skills. Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast was presented by Ray Mack and Yormer Kierko and was produced by James Kirk. No animals or copyright were violated during the making of this podcast. Black Milkshake 2023